Hello, and welcome back to Tax Less Taxing. If you're listening to this episode from somewhere in Canada, it's likely that your province or territory is starting to ease some of the restrictions put in place to combat the COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of you have probably been working from home for the last few months, and are maybe going to continue working from home for a bit longer. With that in mind, I thought that today we could talk about home office expenses. You might have heard some of your friends or coworkers talk about writing off a portion of their home expenses on their tax return because they keep a home office, and you might be able to as well. In this episode, we'll talk about who is eligible to claim home office expenses, what types of expenses you can deduct, and how to calculate the amount of the deduction. Let's dive in. To understand the impact of home office expenses on your tax return, it would be helpful to first understand what a tax write-off is. A write-off is simply another term for a tax deduction. When you file your tax return, you have to include all of your different types of income and pool them together to arrive at your total taxable income. These different types of income can include employment income, self-employment income, income from rental properties, or income earned on your investments. In the tax world, income generally refers to the amount of revenues, or cash received, net of expenses, or cash paid which means that a write-off, also called a deduction, is simply a reduction in the amount of one of your types of income because of an expense you incurred to earn that income. Home office expenses are just one example of an allowable deduction from certain types of taxable income. Deductions are not a dollar-for-dollar reduction in the amount of tax that you need to pay. They simply reduce the amount of taxable income that you need to pay tax on. As I mentioned, when you file your tax return, you pool all of your income together to get your total taxable income. To calculate your tax, you use the set of federal and provincial income tax brackets to put your taxable income into different buckets. Each of these buckets has its own tax rate, which you multiply by the amount of income in that bucket to get the amount of tax that you owe on that income. For example, if you were living in Nova Scotia, which is where I live, and at the end of 2020, you had earned $30,000 in total taxable income, your income tax would be calculated as follows. The first $25,000 of income is taxed at 23.79%. The next $4,590 of income is taxed at 24.32%. And the remaining $410 is taxed at 30.48%. By claiming a deduction against your income, you are reducing the amount of tax you pay by reducing the amount of income in one of your buckets. Let's say you are still earning $30,000 in income in each year, but you are entitled to a $410 deduction. This would drop your total taxable income to $29,590, the tax on which would be calculated, assuming 2020 rates in Nova Scotia again, as follows. The first $25,000 of income is taxed at 23.79%, and the next $4,590 is taxed at 24.32%. In the previous example, without the deduction, there was $410 of income taxed at 30.48%, which would result in tax of $155. By claiming a $410 deduction, this tax is effectively wiped out. Depending on what level of income you have in the year, a deduction can mean a different amount of tax saved compared to somebody else with a same or similar deduction. As you can see, deductions can be very helpful in reducing the amount of tax you pay each year, even though they don't reduce your tax liability directly like tax credits do. We'll chat a bit more about the difference between tax deductions and tax credits in a future episode. 
In order to claim a deduction for home office expenses, you need to earn certain types of income and meet certain eligibility criteria. The two most common types of income to allow for home office expense deductions are income from employment and business income. As an employee, you are eligible to claim a home office expense deduction if you are required by your employment contract to maintain a home office and you meet one of two criteria. To support this fact, CRA requires that you have a Form T-2200, known as a Declaration of Conditions of Employment, filled out and signed by your employer. This form provides details to CRA about the types of employment expenses you are expected to incur in the course of performing your employment duties, and whether or not you have received any reimbursements from your employer for these expenses. If you have received a reimbursement or allowance for incurring an expense, you likely won't be able to claim expenses against your employment income. Once the form has been filled out and signed by your employer, you do not need to send it to the CRA when you file your tax return. Hang on to the signed form because in the process of reviewing tax returns, CRA may select your return for review and ask for the form to support the fact that you were required by your employment contract to maintain a home office. If you can't produce a copy of the signed T-2200, your expenses may be denied and you will owe extra amounts of tax with interest on top. In addition to being required to maintain a home office by your employment contract, there are also two criteria that need to be met. The first is that your home office must be where you perform your employment duties more than 50% of the time. This is based on whatever year you are claiming the home office expense for. So, if you were wondering about claiming home office expenses in 2020 because you were working at home because of COVID, then you would need to look at how much of the year you were performing your employment duties from the home office space. If you were working from home between March and June, that is only four months of the year and therefore not 50%. However, if you were working from home between March and June and two days a week for the remainder of 2020, you would likely be working from your home for more than 50% of the year, and this criteria would be met. If you did not perform your employment duties from your home office for at least 50% of the year, then you need to look at the second criteria that will allow you to deduct home office expenses. The second criteria is that the office space must be used exclusively for earning employment income and meeting customers or clients on a regular and continuous basis. This means that your home office area can't be a shared personal space in the home, like the dining room or the living room. It needs to be a separate room that is only used as an office space. It also means that you need to be seeing customers or clients in that space on a regular basis. There is no percentage of time or amount of time required that will give you 100% certainty that you will meet this criteria. In situations like these, we need to look at CRA administrative positions, which are CRA's established guidance on how they interpret the rules legislated by the Department of Finance and the results of cases that have gone before the courts. I will note that right now, the position held by CRA is that meeting with clients or customers needs to be on an in-person basis, which means talking to them over the phone or through Zoom or Google Hangouts will not qualify. That's not to say that CRA won't change their position because of the COVID pandemic, but as it stands right now, this will likely prohibit a lot of people from being able to claim home office expenses unless they can show that they meet the first criteria, which is working from home more than 50% of the year. If you are required by your employment contract to maintain a home office and you meet one of the two criteria that we just discussed, 
then you will be able to deduct home office expenses against your employment income. The next step will be to calculate how much you are able to deduct as a home office expense, which will be based on what type of employment income you're earning. If you just earn a regular salary from your job, then you will only be able to deduct utilities and maintenance expenses. If you earn commission income on top of your salary, then you are also able to include amounts paid for property taxes and home insurance as well. If you do not own your home and are instead paying rent, you are able to include the amount of rent paid as a home office expense. Your deduction for home office expenses will not be for the full amount of each of these expenses. You will need to calculate an appropriate percentage of expenses to include in your deduction, which is normally based on how much space of your total home that the home office takes up. You can do this by measuring the square footage of your office space and dividing it by the total square footage of your home. If you don't feel like measuring, you can always make an educated guess as to what percentage of your home that your home office takes up. Once you have your percentage calculated, multiply it by the sum of your allowable home office expenses for the year, and that is the amount that you are allowed to deduct from your income. The only exception to this is maintenance expenses. These should be included at 100% if they relate solely to the home office space. If they do not relate solely to the home office space, then they should be excluded entirely. Once you have the total of your home office expenses to deduct, if the total is higher than the amount of your employment income that you earned in the year, you will not be able to deduct all of the expenses in that particular year. However, you can carry the portion of your total home office expenses that you didn't get to deduct forward to the next year, provided you have employment income from the same job in the following year. As I mentioned before, you can deduct home office expenses against employment income and business income. We've gone over the requirements to claim home office expenses against employment income, but now we'll look at the requirements for claiming home office expenses against business income. Fortunately, a lot of the requirements are the same. You are able to deduct an amount of home office expenses from your business income if you meet one of two criteria. The first is that the space is your principal place of business. This is not defined, but would mean you spend most of your time operating your business out of this space. For example, if you were a business owner with a commercial office space that you rented and worked from Monday to Friday during the days, and a home office space that you work from on the evenings and weekends, it is very likely that the commercial office space would be considered your principal place of business. However, if you were a contracted computer programmer who worked from home most of the time, but had to go to clients' offices occasionally for certain projects, then it is likely that your home office would be considered your principal place of business. If your home office would not be considered your principal place of business, then you would need to look at the second criteria to determine if you are eligible to deduct home office expenses from your business income. The second criteria is very similar to the second criteria for employees looking to deduct home office expenses. The home office space needs to be used exclusively for earning business income and used to meet clients, customers, or patients on a regular and continuous basis. As I mentioned before, this would exclude any shared spaces in your home, such as a dining room or a living room. The home office would need to be a separate space that is not used by you or other people in your home for personal use. Again, CRA's current view on this is that the meetings need to be face-to-face -face rather than over the phone or video call, but this may change given the current circumstances. Once you have determined that you're eligible to deduct home office expenses from your business income, you will need to add up the total of all eligible expenses. 
Unlike home office expenses for employees, business owners can also include the interest portion of their mortgage payments as part of their home office expenses. Typically, your mortgager, or the person who lent you the money, will provide you with a statement at the end of every year that shows the amount of interest payments made. If you didn't receive one of these statements, you could always check online to see if you can download it or request one from your mortgager over the phone. Much like employees, business owners will have to calculate the percentage of their home that the home office takes up and multiply that percentage by the total of the allowable home office expenses. If your deductible home office expenses are greater than the amount of your business income, then you can only deduct enough to bring your business income down to zero, and the rest can be carried forward to the next taxation year. Whether you are an employee or a business owner, there is a risk that by claiming home office expenses that the CRA may pick your tax return for a review. A review is not the same as an audit, since it only looks at one area, such as home office expenses. An audit is typically a full-blown review of all lines of your tax return and is typically only triggered because the CRA suspects there is something seriously wrong with your tax returns. A review is a typical process that the CRA undergoes with a number of taxpayers each year, and they will not usually result in significant adjustments to your return. If the CRA sends a request to review your home office expense claim, you will need to be sure that you have receipts and invoices for all expenses paid that are included in your home office expenses deduction for the year. You should also ensure that you can support the percentage that you are using to calculate the deductible portion of your home office expenses. As with any important paperwork for tax purposes, the CRA recommends that you keep these on hand for at least seven years after filing your tax return. You can keep the paper copies or you can keep digital copies. Either will satisfy the CRA if they come asking for supporting information. That concludes this episode of Tax Less Taxing. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. I hope that you learned a lot and are feeling a bit more confident about when you may be able to deduct home office expenses. If you have any questions or want to suggest a topic for a future episode, please send me an email at contact at taxlesstaxing.com or visit my website at taxlesstaxing.com and use the contact page to submit your questions or suggestions. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends, your family, your co-workers, or the person sitting next to you on the bus. I'm Mike, your friendly neighborhood accountant, and I'll see you next time on Tax Less Taxing. Bye!